Hey guys, it's Austin jumping in ahead of the episode just to remind you that things got a little bit wibbly wobbly around the old Reason household uh, around Master Closet Studios here. So what you're about to hear is episode 97 talking about the power of three, but we're going to introduce it as episode 96 on the power of three. So disregard that because we didn't know at the time that we were going to do other things at another time, which we're going to impact this time. So have a good time. Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet with three hosts powered by the power of three. It, uh, my brain. Aren't we the power of three? We're we are powered? the power of three, which powers the three which of, is us. of us, which are the power. It's the uh-huh. noobs and the Whovian, guys. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're, we're the, the noobs. noobs. And this is the podcast introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and two, two sons, sons who, who haven't. haven't. So, oh, wow. Well, what? Y'all have become teenagers. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And two sons who haven't. What? what are, are you making fun of us? Hmm? We don't have the same energy as you do. Go listen to time. episode zero. I'm running off of three hours of sleep. Go and listen three to episode zero. Okay, wait, Y'all are like, and we're zero. the news. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> we both of your voices like are way <laughs> higher pitched. Anyways, welcome to episode 96, not episode zero. You can tell by the timber of their uh-huh. voices. Covering series seven, episode four, the power of three. This is the one where small black cubes slowly take over the earth while Amy discovers the sappiest pun in all of time and space. Y'all remember that one? Of course you do. It was story number 229, originally airing September 22nd, 2012, to mm-hmm. 8.97 million viewers. And we're at this point going to keep our promise by not referring to the movie that we've recently watched that has something to do with the date. I never. We're not going to. We're not even. We're, I don't even know what you're talking about. I, yeah. What was totally, I talking? Totally doesn't have mm-hmm. anything to do with like disasters and stuff. Because we literally can't watch a movie and then not reference <laughs> it on the show. <laughs> and we haven't actually finished watching all of it. So that's true. Uh, this one was written by uh, current as of right now while we're we are recording showrunner Chris Chibnall and directed by Douglas McKinnon. So um, one interesting little uh, miscellaneous trivia here. Uh, so Chris Chibnall wrote this one. We have mentioned him uh, recently, mm-hmm. right? I don't remember which episode, but we mentioned him recently. And because we are mentioning him again, this actually makes him in as far as new who, obviously classic mm-hmm. who is not, not, not applied here, but in new who this makes Chris Chibnall the first non showrunner to write multiple episodes in a season. That blew my mind when I read that. Yeah. So another so words, oddly specific, and then but also like the showrunner. That's pretty cool. Uh, what was that? Did he become the showrunner? He, like yes, the he's one? the showrunner yeah. as of season eleven. So with with Jodie Whittaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so Peter Capaldi, the end of Capaldi's time was the end of Moffat's time or the Moffat mm-hmm. era. But uh, so at this point, Chibnall was a writer for Doctor Who, just like Moffat was a writer while um, Russell T Davies was on. Uh, was running the show. Mm-hmm. So Russell T Davies, you remember like every other episode we were like, and this one was written by Russell T Davies, right? And <laughs> then, <about> yeah. <laughs> and then every now and then we'd hear Stephen Moffat and some other guys, yeah. but you wouldn't ever hear apparently if, if the Wikia is right and we know that it is that Always. Um, Moffat never wrote multiple episodes in a season, right? Yeah. Um, prior to it becoming his show. So as the showrunner, he then wrote multiple episodes in, in given seasons. Just like RTD, we would talk about Stephen Moffat writing every stinking episode of season <laughs> six or whatever. Um, so Chibnall, though, is the first guy who was not the current showrunner to write multiple episodes in a given season. But then he became the showrunner. And so. Oh, man. And holy cow. 
you want to talk about, like I was jokingly saying Russell T. Davies wrote every other one and Stephen Chibnall, I, I'm not positive. I'd have to, I would have to double check this, but I think for season 11, which was only 10 episodes, I think he wrote or co-wrote every episode. Wow. So even when he had another writer, he co-wrote it with them, if I remember correctly. If not every episode, certainly most of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, Chibnall wrote a, a smack ton of these episodes. And uh, so this is, this is our, our second time uh, seeing him here. Another piece of miscellaneous trivia, the working title for this episode was Cubed, though th- uh, Corbin thought that it had to have been what? Slow Invasion or like the the... What was it? The, the slow year of the slow invasion yeah, of Earth or something like, like that? Something. It had to have been along those mm-hmm. lines for sure. I was like, there's no way that like one throwaway like, line yeah. at the end of the episode was what they It had nothing to do with literally anything that happened. No All right, way. so I'm going to push back. I'm going to push back on you guys. It had everything to do with everything. What was this episode about? Cubes. Cubes <laughs> falling from the sky. But like, No. That is not what this episode was about. That's what this episode featured. What but this what episode was the episode was about, about? Arguing about which life to keep. Okay. So it was about the three people. Yeah, Yes, whatever. it was about the pawns and the doctor. It's not. And his dad. You wouldn't be saying this now. It was one of the pawns. You wouldn't be saying this <laughs> That's now not three if they people. hadn't um, had him say at the end of the episode the power of three. Like, it's just so loosely yeah, related. Yeah, there was nothing. I wouldn't be nothing. saying what? That it's if, that it's about if, them. Yeah. If no, we, I absolutely would. No, you because okay, I what's the it. other thing? As we were getting set up here and going through and looking at the notes, what was the thing you just said? I don't remember about the checklist. Oh, there's like nothing in here. Right. Nothing. And what was my response? This is a character. It's episode. a character episode, and not only a character episode. Bull this crap. is a relationship episode. <laughs> Why are you saying bullcrap? It's a relationship episode that it, that centers on the three main characters. Who, by the way, by the way, let's point this out. It has been the three of them for almost a season and a half now. Yeah. You've had the doc. Look at the recaps. The Dr. Amy and Rory go da 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 da, right? And it has been that. So, okay, so we had the first episode and we met Rory, but he was kind of just on the sidelines, right? And then we had a couple of episodes where it was the Dr. and Amy, but then they went back. By the time we get to Vampires of Venice, which was what, episode four of that season? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of, a bunch of professional Dr. Who fans over here. Of course. Um, early on in season six, um, Rory is like, remember we were talking about, is Rory a companion? <laughs> and then eventually we were saying Rory is definitely a companion he's been and on perhaps the, the best companion. Yeah. You know, um, certainly Rory is hands down. He is my favorite secondary companion. Right. And I would argue in season seven, he's not even, you can't even call him secondary. No, because he's just yeah. there the whole time. Yeah, by the time you get to the end of season six. He's there as often as Amy is. They are yeah. inseparable from from yeah. the wedding, right? They pretty much live on the TARDIS. From their <laughs> wedding onward. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, they, you know, they, they had their baby. Uh, well, made their baby on the TARDIS. You know, they have a bedroom with bunk beds. We know. <laughs> What's with bunk beds? Bunk beds are cool. there's a There's a fun throwaway. They have line. a ladder. Is, what did he say? A bed with a ladder. <laughs> Just the what's most better than that? Amazing thing. A queen size, that. maybe. Um, so yeah, uh, we we went through all of that, and I, the reason I bring that up is we've not had this before. You've got to, I mean, like, not a new who. 
we're we're in the territory right now where it's more akin to the first doctor having three companions. Yeah. Right. Um, that's that's where we're at now with with Amy and Rory. So I, uh, a foo on you and a pox on your houses. Uh, <laughs> This, which, which is also well, my house. Yeah. <laughs> I curse me I curse, and yourself. I curse your descendants who are mine. But anyways, <laughs> no, I still firmly believe if that line wasn't in there, if if they had ended the episode like a minute, maybe even 30 seconds <laughs> earlier so that that line wasn't in there, you would have no reason you would have no idea what the power of three men yeah, in referring I would to have anything no in this idea. episode. Um, and I hate when shows okay, do that. Okay, but you're saying it's a throwaway line. And I think what you're saying is, I wouldn't have gotten the reference of the power okay. of three if there wasn't for that line. A, I think you're wrong. And B, that's why the line is there. That's It is the culmination it's of the episode. It's just a wink and a nod. We have never yeah. spent this much time on it's the title. It's a dead joke. <laughs> had the title not been the power of three, that would have been a throwaway line. And had that line not been in there, the power of three would not have made any sense as the title. Uh, These things rely too right, heavily on let, each other. Let's agree to disagree that you're wrong. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you you all are both in, entitled to your incorrect opinion, as I told uh, James Kennison earlier today. To your uh, uncorrect okay. opinion? Uh, what? Excuse, excuse me? To with the who, who with the what now? Excuse yeah. Me? So that is, that is way more time than we have ever ever spent uh, debating the title, I believe. I think that's that's <laughs> got to be some kind of a new record. So at any rate, um, just um, for the cast this week, um, so a little bit, little bit of behind the scenes here. We have been recording a little bit ahead and uh, just like we had before, we, we, we burned our buffer week and now we've gotten it back. And mm-hmm. so as a result, we inadvertently kind of left Jared behind a little bit and he's <laughs> been, he's been scrambling to keep up. And, um, he, um, especially right now, which by the way, again, remember that what you're listening to is seven or so days old by the time you hear it. Yeah. We are recording on the, uh, 22nd of March, 2020. Uh, so what you're so hearing much from could us have is changed around now? exactly. Yeah. 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 Hey, do you, remember, do you guys remember when we didn't have a plastic wrap completely around our house? Do y'all remember those yeah. days? Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, seriously. But, uh, so Jared has, um, had some busy times. Like he was busy before the world fell apart. And so he's been trying to keep up. And so, um, I say all that to say the cast mention that I have this week is Kate Stewart, who of course is the daughter of Gordon. Oh gosh, Gordon. He's got like 15 names. Gordon Lethbridge Stewart. Um, there's more names to it than that. Um, but anyways, Lethbridge Stewart, Brigadier, Brigadier. Um, is that 15? Did you fail first grade? 15 what? Names. Huh? Yes. Yeah. It is. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was sure. counting, counting by the letter. At any rate, um, Kate Stewart is played by Jimma Redgrave. And I'm just going to leave it at that because I'm going to imagine that Jared probably has some things to say about her and her character and whatnot as it applies to uh, the Brigadier. So I'm going to I'm going to leave that at that. I'm also going to take this time while we're talking about that to say that Jared is thinking awesome because right now we are recording episode 96 about the power of three. And then we're going to when we hit stop, Corbin is going to mix down the episode for 95 
that y'all are going to be listening, that you will have already listened to by the time you hear this. Yeah. This is getting wibbly wobbly. Um, but no it, wonder we're a Doctor Who podcast. That's right. <laughs> but in order to get that done, uh, uh, without without saying too much, Jared uh, bent over backwards to get us that recording in time and didn't have to do that. He went above the call of duty. And so, uh, Jared, you're, you're stinking awesome. And I'll mention that again when we get down to your segment. So that brings us down to the ad read. Y'all love the ad read, don't you? Noobs in the Whovian is brought to you by R5 Website Management. You guys know the drill. You can get your hosting, domain registration, and security. Um, I just signed a few uh, folks up the other day and helped them. Uh, their domain expired. <gasps> oh, no. oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> guys, This is, I feel Not like good. this is my job anymore. People's websites uh, crash because their credit card went out of date and they didn't get the email notification. So here's the thing, guys. If you don't know where your domain is registered, and you don't know the password to get into it, and you don't know where your hosting is, and all of those kinds of things, you are in trouble. Because one day, it's going to happen. Something's going to break, and you're not going to get the warning bells. So what you need to do is gather all that up, find where it all is, bring it all over to us. At store.r5websitemanagement.com, you can register your domain. You can get your hosting, especially our WordPress hosting is awesome. If you don't already have a website, we can do a website builder for you where you can actually do it yourself, kind of like a Squarespace or something like that, except ours is cooler. And uh, <laughs> you'll be directly supporting noobs in the Whovian, um, as well as just kind of the entire family here. Uh, but you will put everything into one place and make sure that it's all attached to your email so that when it's getting ready to all blow up, you get the email and you can go fix it instead of going, oops. It was in the name of my web developer three web developers ago back when I built the website in 2009. Um, so I'm serious, guys. The stories. The stories I can tell. So uh, head on over. Do all that. And if you uh, don't know a thing about websites and you need some help choosing what hosting, what domain name, um, you don't even know how to write content for a website. We do a lot of content writing and those kinds of things. Hit us up. Go to r5websitemanagement.com. Look for the contact forms and you can email us there. Or you know what? Just send me an email, noobsinthehoovian at gmail.com and just say that it's about websites and I'll, I'll, I'll get in touch with you. We can make that happen. We're smart people like that. So head on <laughs> over to store.r5websitemanagement.com. Get all the stuff that you need. Throw it in your basket. Use the code noobs at checkout for 15% off your entire order today. All right, so... That brings us down to the checklist, which the noobs have been making fun of. Because there's nothing in here. The name of the episode spoken in dialogue. As we've referenced many times. We've already spent 15 minutes on that, so. <laughs> and it was a dad joke. The line obviously. was, the Shakri never realized what cubed actually means. The power of three. Ha ha. That was poetic. Hilarious. It was poetic. It was beautiful. It was a wonderful summation of the episode. You only say that because you're a dad, too. Uh, I mean, maybe. <laughs> So maybe, uh, the creature maybe. of the week would be the Shakri and their cubes. Um, the cubes are a, are a creature. I mean, you know, what are you going to, what are you going to do? Um, uh, I did think the cubes were, the cubes were cool. Yeah. Did you guys think the cubes once. were cool? You had a flying dog once? Oh, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Why did you bring that up? Because <laughs> I was thinking of the cubes and what all they could do. Oh yeah. They, they were uh, multi-talented as well as fascinating. Like fire. They Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so at any rate, um, I thought I thought the the cubes looked cool, like just as yeah. a prop, they were pretty cool. I liked that. Um, They're when, all exactly. It's weird how cool yeah. a completely flat, yeah. bland black box can look. It, it, that's the thing. It was something I just about want one it. of them. They, right. and they had yeah. so many of them. I, I, I know they're going to kill me, and I still want one. <laughs> I thought it was great, like the idea of they just end up like 
people accumulating them. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that like months and months later, they were still like sitting in with a thing of forks at a buffet. Yeah. Like I'm in like, the trash cans. Like, has no one taken out this trash can? Right, right, right. Year? Like I get the idea that like you wake up in the morning and it's like snowfall. Like you don't control where it is, right? They just all showed up yeah. inside people's houses, outside people's houses, in restaurants, in ho- hospitals and hotels and wherever. I get that. But after like months and months and months, you would think that they wouldn't still be like piled in yeah. awkward places. Jobs you know? would have opened up to like sweep those things out of the streets right. and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love, I love the, um, the little, um, uh, UK, uh, apprentice, um, yeah. that where the guy's like, you were supposed to go out and sell as many cubes as you could. And I'm like, who would buy? They're lying on the, the street. It's like, yeah, it's like selling blades of grass, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> and by, except for grains except, of dirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except that, yeah, grains of sand. Except that they are all one hundred percent identical and do nothing. Yeah, like There's if you were selling special about right, this one, right? In the least, nothing at all. And um, except that it might kill you eventually. We don't. Well, yeah. they didn't know that at the time. But um, so at any rate, I thought it was when the the numbers popped up on them. I thought that was cool, and I I I have to believe that it was CGI. I mean, like yeah. that wasn't just so. One of the things I, I thought was cool could have done that right. The I was wondering when they were showing the numbers and they were showing different people looking at the numbers and one person was holding it at like a weird angle. So it went like across the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like and it was on. every time you looked at it, it was at like a different angle. Exactly. It was. It, it's like the number was in the center of the cube, like displaying outward in every direction. Yeah, so like, like no matter where you're looking at it. Thing yeah, it's yeah. Really weird. And, and, Which and is what, cool because you could like just turn all around it. Yeah, and the doctor even said that. Like, at at one point, transparent cube, actually, that you're looking into to see the number. Yeah. It's and really weird. My favorite part oh. was when the doctor spun the cube on the desk and, and the number stayed was stayed stationary, essentially, pointed at him. And like, if you move to a different side of it, it it's like it followed you. That's very, very cool. Uh, so maybe maybe some more of that um, telepathic. Also, what uh, you did know, they? Type of thing. Isn't there like a black that's like so black that if you, that's kind of what this made me think that? of? Uh, no, because that stuff's I mean, crazy expensive. It also, I think, it was invented sometime more recently than 2012, wasn't it? You Could know, I'm not, sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But they actually, they made that, a new stuff that's even darker, even blacker than Vanta. Yeah. How do we? This would have been amazing though if they had actually painted them with Vanta black. Just you know, like maybe even just a handful of them. Um, just yeah. to see what that would have looked like on on just, camera. Apparently, you can't get the effect of Vanta Black on film. Well, it like, makes you sense. have to be there. The pixels really can't literally be as black Any as darker, Vanta Black. Exactly. Is. So, like, oh, yeah, oh, it's pretty cool. So, um, so it I would thought, have looked the same thing, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the cubes, the cubes are were pretty cool. I like when um, they started doing stuff like you trip, like you were mentioning. You know, one of them floated around. One of them and was then shooting. Uh, I like the flamethrower one, the one that was playing the chicken dance song. The one that um, stabbed someone. Uh, oh yeah, one that just like shot a bunch of needles into Amy's arm or whatever, <laughs> uh, or her, her palm of her hand. Yeah. Uh, so the the, the cubes. Her heart rate. Like, yeah. What? And then displayed her, it like the numbers were. Right. Which was really. Yeah, kind of across the the one of the corners. Um, so those were cool. But uh, what about the shakri or shakri or whatever? Um, what did you guys think of? Like what do we okay? What do we know about the chakri? They look. They like, have holograms and ships, and they have cubes. They That's look like okay. Palpatine. It was a little. It was a little emperor esque. Sorry, but on Discovery, the yeah. one girl that yeah, had okay. the thing 
on her oh, cheeks. Oh, yeah. He has, he has, yeah. He has those. Oh, he, he has did. those. So, uh, which actually, to me, made him more look, look more like Vader. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. original trilogy Vader yeah, no, with his helmet off. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of thing. Like some weird brainchild of Palpatine and Vader. Because <laughs> he, he really did have all the wrinkles and whatnot on his face. Yeah, yeah. the bald head. So here's the thing. The, the, apparently the Shakri are a race who can travel through time mm-hmm. and have deemed the human race to be a plague upon the universe. So we have that to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh well, I, I thought that I thought that was interesting. I can't wait for the cubes to start dropping on this. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait, that's in the past though. Yeah, that would have happened was. in two thousand twelve. You just are too young to remember. Hey. <laughs> just or it happened. In, there was a world-ending event that happened. Uh, oh, I just read a theory about that. Yeah, have you seen? Uh, mm. yeah, anyways, we won't get off on on that. But um, suffice it to say, there are people who think that the Large Hadron Collider actually did end the world in 2012 and we're all living in some so sort of weird... So the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Some I sort swear. of weird parallel thing. Ever Wait, when was the Matrix made? Oh uh, the 90s, not... not <gasps> <laughs> all right, Sorry so, to burst um, your bubble. So uh, when, when the cube on, finally slid open, we finally got a Geronimo out of the doctor, which brings our running count up to 11. And he just kind of quietly said, Geronimo. You know, up just to kinda, 11? <clears throat> um, okay, ooh. Okay. Oh, that would be funny. If that would be funny if he, 11? yeah. Well, and and it's actually not officially eleven because that's ten plus. Uh, Amy said it once. Yeah. Why don't so, we have the that? Color? I just dropped it. So it's it's actually ten plus one. But uh, that would be funny if he if he only ever said it one more time, and so he he had eleven throughout his entire. He says it right before be he dies. <laughs> that would be so great. Yeah. And honestly, I don't remember. So obviously, he said Geronimo considerably less times than. Uh, was it fantastic? Uh, yeah, fantastic. Actually, fantastic, was, fantastic was around recently. eleven or twelve. Well, yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, oh, that's that was <laughs> that was tennis thing. Well, um, yeah. we had like uh, so many, so so many of yeah, them. There was so. a lot of wells. There was also a lot of what's because we yes. weren't very strict on that. It was just kind of whenever he said what, we would count it. Yeah, so like twenty something. Yeah, we lost we lost the uh, the count much. on that. So uh, we didn't get much as far as stuff the doctor loves or jiggery pokery. Uh, oddly enough, no needless sacrificial deaths. You would have thought somebody would have thrown themselves on a cube and gotten obliterated or except something. They gave you a heart attack instead. Yeah, but no. Protect you. Ah, ah. ah, But what happened this time? Everybody lived. Amazing. (gasps) Even all the people that died for like the fifth time. (laughs) That's like some sort of paradox. Uh, mm, Everybody just fell over dead, and then they all came back. So, and then they're fine. Yeah. So that that was pretty much it for the checklist. The rest of our checklist is just empty bullets in our bullet list here. So, um, not a not a whole lot of that going on. Like I said, because it was a character episode. But other stuff we noticed. um, Lots of pictures being posted of the cubes to Twitter and Flickr. They even have. Do you guys even know what Flickr is? Nope. Like Corbin's like going, I've heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Flickr was a, think of Flickr like YouTube for pictures, maybe? Imager? Um, no, because Imager is mm-hmm. more like meme type of stuff. <laughs> mm. um, Flickr, Flickr was literally just like where, it was kind of an Instagram type of thing. Yeah. But not really. It, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like, it was like YouTube, um, it was like Instagram meets Google Photos, maybe. And I think they actually were owned by Google uh, towards the end. But essentially, it was, you would go there and you would post your photos. And then, um, I, actually, I say used to could. I think it's still around. 
I just, it's just not in the zeitgeist anymore, but it would be, you, you would post your photos there and people could view them and they could share them and comment on them and those kinds of things. But it was, it got to be really popular with photographers. And so, um, it just kind of, I, is it still around Corbin? I see, yeah. I see you looking mm -hmm. it up. It's I, still there. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what's happening on my screen right now, but it is still up. Okay. So. so it's one of those things like MySpace. It didn't actually go away. Just nobody ever uses it or talks about <laughs> it anymore. So, um, occasionally when I'm looking for a picture for a project, I'll end up with a search result that's on Flickr. And I know I can't ever do that because Flickr, you can't ever actually just use an image. You've always got to like get permission and that kind of thing. So like, I, thought, I didn't know this thing was still around. Uh, yeah. So I thought it was interesting that they, they talked about YouTube and Twitter and Flickr. Um, so I just kind of looked at the boys like, do they have, no, no, do you have any clue yeah. what that is? I noticed there was I'm a switch sure where they started out. using phones in the show. I was like, Ooh, that's oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure at one point he said they have over 2 billion YouTube, uh, Instagram account or YouTube account. Oh, yeah, like something like that. There's several millions of Instagram. Oh, like some sort of account. Oh, no, no, no. no. It was, it was, uh, yeah, like 10,000 Twitter accounts. Yeah. Like the, the, the cubes. The, <laughs> people were starting Twitter accounts as the cubes. Which is exactly what people would have it's done. Totally. They yeah, they would, would they would now. have so many Instagram accounts. So many Instagram accounts. Personal lock number right. 28. Still <laughs> nothing. Nothing has moved. Uh, so there, I thought this was interesting. There are seven sides of a cube and, uh, Amy says cubes only have six sides. And the doctor says, unless you count the inside, hmm. <laughs> which side of a leopard has more spots. The, the outside. outside. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I always heard which, which side of a dog has more hair or is hairier. Right. The outside. The inside. That one's a bit no, more the outside. Uh, what? I, I would hope the inside didn't have more hair. Well, that's what? Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, I love that this episode contains within it three like mini adventures. Yeah. Actually, I said three. It might have been two. Um, so we have the doctor taking the pawns on a quick getaway special anniversary at the opening of the Savoy Hotel. Turns out there's a Zygon spaceship under the Savoy and half of the staff are <laughs> Zygon imposters. Um, Y'all haven't met the Zygons, right? No. I'm trying to remember. Like I don't, I've heard I don't about think we them. have. Yeah, yeah. They're a classic who, uh, a classic who creature villain baddie that uh, we're going to meet. We're going to see them again in New Who um, and have all kinds of fun with them. But uh, so that was a that was a fun uh, classic who nod and callback that is now you know years years down the road they actually we we meet up with them again. Um, but I thought that was hilarious that he runs off with them just to give them a special anniversary gift, right? She assumes that he has forgotten them and he shows up at their, uh, their anniversary party cookout and like Rory's in the backyard, like cooking up hot dogs. And he's like, Hey, come with me. And then they leave and they get back in time to like have cake at the end. And Brian says, how long have y'all been gone? He's like weeks. seven, seven weeks. weeks. Like, <laughs> I got sidetracked. Yeah, we got sidetracked a bit. Um, like several times, apparently. All right. So then we have the the other mini adventure that we have after their their uh, weekend getaway at the Savoy gets <laughs> sabotaged. And what I love about that is you know that there has to be an audio adventure or a comic or something where they tell that story that we missed, yeah. you know, that happened off screen. Um, then we have the run in with Henry VIII where Amy accidentally marries Henry VIII. I love that. They scene. were just talking and I said, yes. 
<laughs> I love it. Um, Are they so, talking in old English? You couldn't understand them or something? Fun. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Just, you know, she was just answering a question. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, always say yes, apparently. So, That's what Amy does. Uh, this was actually a fun little callback that apparently didn't, it got too downplayed. So you miss it in the episode if you're not paying attention. Do y'all remember the last time we mentioned Henry VIII? You mm, left your phone. phone charger, that, right. It's only a couple of years. That's what you said when you left your phone charger <laughs> in Henry VIII's bathroom. Or a throwaway exactly. line that yes. led to a throwaway scene. Exactly. So this was, um, if you look sense. carefully, I went back and I double checked. If you look carefully, when they're crawling under the bed, the doctor is holding something in his hand. He's actually holding the phone charger. And apparently That's when amazing. they, I guess That's when they sweet. shot this scene, there was more yeah. Of that, that there was must like, be something deleted. Delayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some, that. yeah, exactly. So the, the scene, I guess, got trimmed down. So the only remnant of that callback is him holding something. And if you, like, if you look carefully, you can barely see that he is holding something that could be considered a phone charger. I mean, like, if you didn't know that's what you're looking for, you wouldn't have any clue. He's just holding something uh, randomly in his hand. So um, I love, though, when they, when they do little callbacks like that. I yeah. almost wish that it had been further away, though. Because that happened in a town called Mercy. That was the last episode. So, you know, from that episode to this one, um, you, you get a, a fun little call back there. You can't expect everything out of them, can you? Oh, no. I mean, it's still it's still fun, you know, to have, know. have a little nod to last week. I mean, but. that's pretty great for a random throwaway line, even if right. it's just the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that brings us down to who's who, uh, where hopefully we're going to kind of get into the to the meat of of this episode here because this was all character development. This is all about relationships and Amy and Rory having to choose. So first of all, who are I just lumped them together? Who are Amy and Rory? Uh, so Rory thinks they need to choose between their two lives. So they they're sitting down realizing they have these two lives. They have a life with the doctor and they have their normal life. Right. The opening of the episode is that that panorama shot of the earth while all the stars go supernova that was actually from uh season five i guess that was that was the 11th doctor's first season that was the oh. the, the big bang two that oh. was all the stars going supernova did y'all catch that no i was like what oh. is it happening okay okay i was okay, like okay. yeah she's like we had two lives and life with the doctor was like this and it's showing that shot and then all of a sudden it goes into you know like rapid fire of stuff that's happened this season uh, well, and other stuff. I mean, it was and our life was like, and our normal life is like this, right? Yeah, Phone exactly. Or something and doing laundry. That, and that's, stuff. that opening shot though is was the opening shot, or maybe it was the closing shot of all of the suns going supernova because of the the universe getting snuffed out or whatever. That's what it was. It was the it was the closing shot where because of uh, the big crisis it was that like the season. First of of a two-parter or something like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was a two-parter, but it was like a big cliffhanger. It was yeah. the one, it would have been the episode right before the Big Bang. So you see all the stars going supernova. So that, they, that was, I think that was the exact same shot. I don't think they redid anything. Mm -hmm. I think they just reused that shot. And um, so as a result of that, they're, they're realizing they need to choose, or Rory says, we have to choose. And then they hear the TARDIS landing and they're like, yeah, but we don't have to choose now. Yeah, <laughs> and of they, course. They go off on an adventure. So um, I thought it was interesting that she is now writing travel articles. Who better? I Kind of? She can give you the deep history of the area as well as all the... Yeah, but how do you... Like, that's going to be a hard job for her. Because how do you write about modern Paris 
when you've been to like yeah. how do you write okay how do you write about a vacation to venice and not mention that you were there in the 1500s while there were vampire aliens there like yeah. how do you do that yes. you know um how do you t- write about your quote trip to thailand <laughs> which yeah. was really all of space and time you know like so that's that's got to be tricky she's been to some places in the present day though i you'd have, have to imagine they draw you have to imagine hey so, can you just take me there like right now <laughs> yeah have the, have the doctor in the present yeah exactly <laughs> So then we get the um, kind of a, a a big bit of information dropped on us yeah. that Amy and Rory figure they've been traveling with the doctor for ten years. You don't. <laughs> Amazing. When you go traveling with him, do you just not age? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's surprising. You don't older. look a day over. 25. Yeah. Now remember, she made the comment in the last episode or the one before that, I don't mm-hmm. remember now, where she says maybe next time people are going to our friends are going to start wondering why we're aging faster than them, yeah. right? So you have that. Um so we're I guess we're Drink having a to de-aging potion yeah. from like 9,000 years <laughs> ago right. or something. Or 9,000 years in the future, yeah. Yeah. Some sort of injection that uh Rory picked up at a <laughs> yeah, at a, at a <laughs> med pack uh flea market. And checked it out. Like, what is this? I completely misinterpreted what they were saying because I thought they were saying it's been 10 years since you last saw us. I was that's, like, what? Yeah, that's what I thought. And then at, and then she said something about all like off and on we've been. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. So I thought she you were saying about like she's known the years. doctor like not when he's traveling with her for like 10 years. Like they've lived their real life for 10 years. So that that is one thing that I'm not sure about. I I have to imagine that what she means is, from Amy and Rory's perspective, they have lived 10 years of time since their first adventure with the Doctor. Obviously not going back to the 11th hour with her as a small child (laughs) or anything. But 10 years from when she started traveling with them, their experience of time, it's been 10 years. In what, like three years Okay, so that's pretty much lines up with the actual release dates of the episodes. So yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The eleventh hour. um, Remember, we had that. We had some weird stuff there where the eleventh hour has a ten-year jump in it. Was it ten years? Twelve years? Yeah, a a long time. Something like that. Um, It has that much of a of a of a time jump within the episode. But yes, once we get there, once we get to Amy is now an adult. We are typically speaking running on the same mm. clock. So that was what, 2010? Yeah? That would have been yeah. 2010. Last season was 2011. Now we're in 2012, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, in about 10 years time, uh, sorry, three years time, they have lived 10 years. And in the midst of that, remember, we talked about this a few episodes ago. In the midst of that, the doctor has spent 200 years. <laughs> So for them, they have huh. lived 10 years in three calendar years, and he has lived 200 years in their 10 years of knowing him. So it's just like, it's like a nesting doll of wibbly wobbliness here, <laughs> yeah, you know? Uh, so that, to me, that was, that was interesting. And I would be curious, and maybe this is a, a question I can throw Jared's way. Um, I would be curious, what is the longest tenure what is the longest in-universe tenure of any companion? Yeah. You know? 
So, uh, because you, you can say, okay, well, this companion was with the doctor for three seasons, so that's three years. Okay. But Amy and Rory have been with him for three years, but it's been 10 of their years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that's who thing spent- must be like really, really hard to actually say. Huh? Because that's the only like solid one we've got. Yeah. So we have yeah, no reason to believe years, but- any other person has been in longer than their on screen time. Aside from now, when they actually say, yeah, we've yeah. been here a lot longer than you would think. Right. And we didn't get as much of this kind of hinting at extra adventures with Rose, with Martha, and with Donna. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's like you're saying, what we see is kind of what. Now, we, you know, there's always like hints that they went and did some little thing, but not this some seven- off screen adventure. Yeah. But yeah, but not seven additional years worth. Yeah. yeah. It's it even just in this episode, it's like, oh, they went off on an adventure real quick. What took place in like a few minutes for us. But it was seven weeks. It's like that's and not a only long time. not only a few minutes for us, a few minutes for their friends and family. Yeah. It happened. They were gone for seven weeks during a party. They yeah, they left yeah. a party. What if they left seven weeks What older, if they left right? in like the middle of I don't know, a conversation? <laughs> like, Come back and I have to remember what they were talking about seven weeks ago at a small talk at a party. I'm sorry, oh, what and was we you look about? older. Yeah, was that wrinkle there before? What is? Yeah, and I love Brian going. They're in completely different clothes. <laughs> yes. it's, it's not even. They're not even trying to hide. You know the wibbly wobbliness. So that's to me that is um, that is an interesting idea. Which I will tell you, we will we will explore that idea again. It's kind of cool. Um, with with a uh, some upcoming story, and I'm saying upcoming, it's like a ways away, mm-hmm. um, where we're gonna we're gonna explore that idea a little bit more, and and sort of the ramifications, you know what? And we've been talking about this idea for a little while of what does it mean? What does it do to a companion to travel with the Doctor? Not specifically in as it relates to time and aging, <laughs> things like that. We've talked about it as a broad topic, um, but we're going to explore that idea again later with a different doctor, with a different companion. So it's going to be kind of, uh, kind of cool. So um, let's see. Rory says that his job, uh, the doctor says, you've got a little job, you know, all of time and space is wait- the whole universe is waiting, but you've got a little job. And he says, it's not a little job. It's important to me. And then he says, oh man, he says, what you do isn't all there is. And yet he has Ow. a full 180 at the end of the episode where he's like, oh, no, you know what? I think I will just quit this job that I said I'd go full time on to go be with the doctor more, which that's a weird choice, I think. Did he say that? He didn't Did he say he was quit. the job? He didn't quit it, but he's like, the whole why point save of going full time was like, okay, now I can't go with the doctor very much because they're going to notice if I'm full time and yet I'm gone for month-long gaps. Yeah, and see, that's that's the challenge is like – Unfortunately, the doctor is a is an unreliable. Uh, like half the time, his I was going to say, I was going to say taxi driver. Yeah, <laughs> but we keep hearing the TARDIS is not a taxi. But yeah, you can't rely on him to whisk you away for seven weeks and bring you back a couple minutes later at the same party. Like the fact that that happened in this episode is weird, right? Yeah. Because more often than not, we see him messing that up, like bringing Rose back a year later. Don't Instead worry, of five minutes back later. in a minute, comes back 12, 12 years, years later. later. Yeah, exactly. Because we so, can't have a kid as the companion. That's the only reason they did that. Well, yeah. Wait, that, what? 
The only reason they did the 12 Why he was gone was, for 12 years. Oh, yeah. oh because we can't that have a, sense, a, a child. Right, because the only child that we can have is the child doctor. doctor yeah. Christine, get on mm-hmm. this. Come on. Come on, Christina. It's been too long since we've heard any new adventures of the boy doctor. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so... And his but, old grandpa or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, so we have uh, a line where... Uh, gosh, now I can't remember if it was Amy or Rory that said it, but one of them said, did real life just get started? Corbin, this is what, going back to what you were talking about, he committed to the job full time. And she Amy committed says, to a wedding. She committed to being a bridesmaid. Like a months months yeah, she goes, months in advance. Like I know I'm going to be here. And she yeah. says, did real life just get started? Or he says it. And she says, I kind of like it. And he says, so do I. And holds up his mug of, we would think coffee, but Corbin, it was probably tea. tea. To yeah. which both boys went, why does he have coffee in his bed? <laughs> I'm like, you are obviously not. He has more caffeine than adult. coffee. It still doesn't make sense. So, uh, well, maybe it was the morning. Whatever. Enjoying a cup of, in bed. You know what? Since it was a year long, she probably did go to that wedding and wasn't whisked away by the doctor or whatever. Yeah. But even still, I didn't think about it, it because was, uh, even like, still, they like fully committed. He said they 385. Com- like, well, they, they committed to all that before the boxes appeared. Oh, you're yeah. right. Because, yeah, it was a full so, year later. So they had a year's worth of wow, time. Wow, how about that? Wait, so now it's been four years. Or five or something. Didn't we say it was know. three years? Now it's been oh. four years. Oh, no, you're right. So is the calendar off again? Now we're watching it in 2012, but the events are happening in 2013? Wait, does Probably. that mean they're currently ahead Probably. of us? Uh, by a year? Oh, there's plenty of time to fix all that. No. Um, the world didn't end in... 2012. Because <laughs> we 30. skipped it. Uh, so at any rate, <laughs> uh, let's see. The, Amy tells the doctor, don't be nice to me. I don't want you to be nice to me. And he says, yes, you do. And you always get what you want. <laughs> Which I, thought was, I thought that was a great line. Uh, she is, she's a little bit spoiled, a little bit of a princess. Oh, I'm sorry. Queen. Yeah. Rory's queen. But don't ever tell don't him. Don't ever tell him. him. Never um, so who is the doctor? We had, uh, we had an interesting guest star appearance that um, may not have been as readily recognizable to American viewers and certainly not uh, certainly not the boys here. Y- y'all didn't recognize Brian Cox. I told him he's he's kind of the British Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Yeah. He's like pop culture figure who's also ridiculously smart. I think astrophysicist. I think he might be an astrophysicist. Are all of them? I don't know. Neil deGrasse Tyson is. He might be. I don't know. He's something like that. He's like high level mathy, science type of thing. <laughs> yeah. And um, his appearance in this season goes along with a special that they did called, uh, oh gosh, what is it called? Um, uh, science in, the science of Doctor Who, I think is what it's called. And it's an, it's a, uh, it's a little special that was hosted by Brian Cox where they explore some of the ideas in Doctor Who. Like what would it look like if this was happening in real life according to the science that we understand? How would you explain you know, it's kind of like when they say, well, how does the warp drive work? And then somebody sits down and actually figures out how it would work. Um, it's it's that kind of a thing. It was like a one-hour special. How do teleporters work? They don't. But <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so at any rate, Brian Cox says, you'll have to ask a better man than me. And then the scene immediately switches to the doctor. Oh, I thought that was what you did there. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. It'd be like it'd be like having you know like Einstein go. I don't know. It'll take somebody smarter than me. And then the next scene is the doctor. Uh, so good stuff there. Um, he says the doctor says, "I hate being patient. Patient is uh, excuse me. Patience is for wimps." I thought and then turns and looks wimps. at Amy yeah. and Rory, who are like, "Fine, we'll sit here. And <laughs> yeah, watch we'll it watch you. the boxes." I love that bit where 
Um, did y'all see it coming where he went out and like painted the fence and was dribbling the soccer ball, by the way, the doc, you know, Matt Smith showing off his soccer skills again, yeah. doing uh-huh. all that kind of stuff, doing like a million little things. And then he comes back and it's been an, an hour. hour. Did y'all yeah. see that coming? No, I, I thought it was oh, really? actually going to be I thought it was going to be a bit. Okay. <laughs> but it wasn't going to be enough. I thought he was going to come back and they were not going to be there and it was going to be like a day later or something. Yeah. No, I love I love that he, he went and did all of that stuff and he comes back in, you know, oh, nothing like, you know, some, some hard work to pass the time. It's been an hour. Like, oh my gosh. And his counting <laughs> was really weird because his he, counting was weird. He counted up to like 12 million, but it was like 123. And then 12 million. It's like, what? Where did that come from? Oh, really? I missed yeah. that part. It was With so the, weird. I'm when like, he was doing the soccer ball? Yeah, I'm like, what is he? Oh, I missed How that. is he counting? I'm so confused. <laughs> it's a Gallifreyan uh, mathematics. Yeah, sentence. I guess so. Uh, let's see. Brian asks about the doctor's former companions. He says, what happened to the others that have traveled with you? And he's, and this is weird. This was a this was an unusually honest answer from the doctor. Yeah. Like normally he'd blow something like this off, just like oh, norm- nothing is fine. Ah, yeah, normally he fine. would blow it off unless it's like right before a season finale or yeah. a regeneration episode or something. Mm-hmm. Um, where, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert: We got a half a season left. Wink, wink. He um, dies the next episode. <laughs> but he says some some left me, some got left behind, and some not many died. How many? That's died? a lot to lay on Brian. Uh, how many like died? I mean, two. none have died no. so far. Anyway. Remember, this is the 11th doctor. This is only our third doctor. Yeah. And, and Amy and Rory are only what our fifth or sixth companions, depending on how you count them. Um, you have had, uh, companions in the past who have died. Who are you thinking of? I don't know. You said Some one possibly. died. No one has actually died in New Who yet. No one has died in New Who. Right. Right. I was saying like two or three, probably like just, I, I would have to I would have to defer to Jared on this one. Um, and, More people have died in Classic Who, but yes, yeah. um, and some of them controversially. So there's yeah. there's one um, which I think we've. Um, Who is that one companion that died? Adric. That's yeah. exactly the one I'm thinking yeah. of. He died, died in the most fantastical way possible. Needless sacrificial death. So uh, shall we say. I would, I would, I would argue with you on that one. Have, did, we didn't watch that episode. No, no. Okay, you told us about it. I have watched that uh, that scene. I haven't seen the, the whole story, but I've seen a long scene of that. And this one was a truly tragic, sacrificial death. That it wasn't. <laughs> it's terrible because it, it wasn't a needless sacrificial death like we've had, where someone has to try and stop the Daleks. Like you're an idiot. Like, just run faster up a flight of stairs and you're fine. Um, Adric was trying to save the earth. Yeah. And he was yeah. trying, and, and, and what it was is there were, it, there was these combination, it was a combination that you had to crack mm-hmm. to get into the computer systems to move the, the spaceship so that it wouldn't crash into the planet. And he had been the one solving, he had been the one cracking the codes earlier in the story. So he decides to stay behind to try and save, uh, to try and crack the final code, right? Mm-hmm. And in doing so, spoil, you know, spoiler alert <laughs> yeah. for, for for a class. We we've 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 already said classic who spoilers, you know, whatever. Um, in the end, he tries his best and he can't he can't solve it in time. And what's even more tragic, if I remember correctly, at the very end, he realizes it's too late. 
he can't get the spaceship to pull out of free fall. It's going to collide with the earth. And he says, the worst thing is I'll never know if I was right. Woo. That's sad. So in other words, he may have cracked the code, but just not in time. And so he says, I'll never even know if I was right. And then collides with the earth. I mean, and, and, the whole thing here, the whole thing here, by the way, guys, is that they, they fell through time mm-hmm. and then the ship was on a collision course with earth. And it turns out that the spaceship that Adric was on that collides with the earth is the asteroid that mm-hmm. killed the dinosaurs. So the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs wasn't an asteroid. It was a spaceship. And so it's one of these things where like it had to happen. That's, 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 I would, if there's a fixed point in time, the <laughs> asteroid that killed the dinosaurs would have to be on that list, right? Yeah. So Adric um, went on there to try and stop something that was inevitable and, you know, ends up not even knowing if he would have succeeded or, or whatever. And it was highly controversial and, and talked about for a, for a long, long time, even up to, you know, modern days. Still people, you know, debate about that episode and, and that kind of thing. So you had, and there are others, there are others who have died. And then again, yeah. it depends on how you define companion because we've seen lots of people die surrounded by the doctor, yeah. right? None of them, Clive, which, uh, which is the one I always love to bring up. Well, Clive is not even remotely a companion, but he still got shot in the head because <laughs> he of counts. the doctor. Excuse me, excuse much. me face uh, <laughs> oh i'm sorry but i'm that thinking i'm better. thinking of the one i'm thinking of the ones you know astrid peth and yeah. you know all these kinds of uh folks the um, so that was that was remarkably honest of the doctor to to go into that and and to be that that open with someone who could tell rory and amy don't go with him you're gonna die you know he he chose to be honest with brian so i thought that was um that was really interesting and um, he does say that he misses the pawns, right? Sad um, doctor. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll come back to elaborating on some of that uh, in a minute. He says, if he ran a restaurant, all he'd serve is fish fingers and custard. <laughs> I love that scene. Sounds it took me... Terrible. It, I never noticed this until this viewing, that the three of them were sitting there sharing a bowl of fish fingers and custard. Which is just awful. <laughs> And then he says uh, he did run a restaurant, and while he ran it, he invented the Yorkshire put, uh, Yorkshire custard, uh, which I've never heard of. But he's, uh, you know, Roy's like, wait, really? And he says, pudding yet savory. Sound familiar? <laughs> like, like, I don't know what a Yorkshire custard is, but um, apparently it's pudding yet savory. That's, and that sounds horrible. Yeah. Uh, Basically, fish fingers and custard. Yeah. I, we would just call that gravy, I think. <laughs> That's essentially savory pudding, isn't it? No. If you, what? What kind of... What kind of gravy are you making? Nah, I guess it depends pudding on like. It depends on how you make it and if you're eating it the the day that's after. That's not gravy. That's just solid fat. <laughs> it's terrible. With some flour in it. Oh, um, my anyway. <laughs> All the UK listeners are going, what are they talking? <laughs> what is gravy? What are, what are these Americans eating over there? Um, <laughs> then we have fat. What's wrong with it? <laughs> We drank it by the cup. Here. Trying to kill themselves. <laughs> we drank it by the cup. My day isn't started until I've had my hot steaming cup of fat. We like to we like to pour our our roast beef and our mashed potatoes mm. in little fat <laughs> with flour in it. That's right. As um, if it didn't have enough fat already. So uh, the again we have another uh, vulnerable moment with the doctor here. He says he's n- he's not running away from things. So we've always heard, we've, we've been talking about the doctor running away from things, right? In this episode, 
he says that the the universe is always moving and growing and expanding and contracting and going and there's so much to see right so we've 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 heard that the doctor basically ran away from Gallifrey right yeah. we we've come across this idea yeah i mean yeah I mean, like he took the tardis he stole the tardis and, yeah. and he ran away and all this kind of stuff um so we've we've encountered that before but apparently you know he may have left Gallifrey because he was running he was fleeing, but apparently he keeps traveling because there's so much out there. He would like settle down and like just live on Earth. Like you see, he can't even live there for an hour without having <laughs> to like run around, without going absolutely doing chores nuts. and stuff, like vacuuming. Right. Like, so, how would he ever stop? There's no possible. Around? Yeah, there's no possible way. And and this is the problem that that a lot of the companions have. Is like how do you go back to normal life after we Rose encountered that right? Like how do you go back to normal life, working at the shop, eating fish and chips when you've seen the universe, you know? And so the doctor, because he doesn't ever have to give it up, he just keeps jumping in his TARDIS and running away. But he says he's not running away from things; he's running towards things before they flame out and fade away. Mm-hmm. And then he says, uh, you know, Amy's like, then why do you keep coming back to us? You know. And he says, because you're the first. You're the first face that this face saw. And he says that Amy and Rory are sealed on his hearts. And the boys are like, what is that? What are we talking about here? The first face that the 11th Doctor saw, right, that face, was Amy Potter. Fell yeah, under the sky. Oh, right. hey, little girl. Fell into her backyard, and she comes out, and the first face that he sees is her. What right? if the first face he saw was a squirrel? Is he just going to grab that screw? <laughs> you are my friend forever is that, now. Is that, is that like when wild animals imprint on humans and think they're their mother or whatever? It's like the doctor comes out and sees a squirrel and is like, my companion. <laughs> well, that'd be amazing. All right. All Why right. do you have the squirrel with all right, you Christina, all the Christina, we have yes. your next season <laughs> to go. The boy doctor meets a squirrel. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when Thor became a squirrel. You know, it's like, all right, we're running out of ideas, guys. What's his next companion going to be? I know. Let's make it a squirrel. Let's give him a robot dog. Oh, wait a minute. We've already done it. Um, so he says he's running to Amy and Rory before they fade from him. Good grief, man. Oh, like, I, I feel like we've never spent so much time, like, getting rid of a companion. <laughs> like, you know, like, everybody else, it's, like, sudden, Right. It's like, it's like, oh, and they're gone and can like never be. Amy got flung through again. a wormhole almost yeah. and got right. zapped away last second. Yeah, it's like uh, Rory. Rose gets, you know, sucked into another dimension and literally just can't see him ever. Right. Martha just decides, like drops this bomb on him. I'm done. I've had enough. I can't do this. Donna all of a sudden has the whole meta crisis thing and he has to wipe her memory or risk her dying. <laughs> right. All these things just happen. And with these folks, I feel like. You know, do y'all remember the end of last season? <laughs> not even, excuse me, not Bye even the guys. end of last season. Do y'all remember like episode 11 when he said goodbye to them? And I was asking y'all, do you think they're coming back? Right? And I said, no, I think <coughs> we're going to get new companions because that's yeah, what always seemed, happens. Like if you were basing it off Yoink, of the other companions gone. so far, that's the logical yeah. conclusion that they're just gone now. Right. That's how yeah. sudden it is. Except that it was episode 10. Or eleven or whatever yeah, it was. That's that was where I it was like kind of weird. I thought he was gonna weird. have the last episodes just 
by himself. Yeah, and, and at that point, we didn't even know if if episode thirteen was like the end of the eleventh Doctor. I know you. I know we we, we basically did know because we knew there was yeah. another season with him. I but, thought he would get another companion, though. Right, right, right. Yeah, and and who knows? You know, you're heading into a Christmas uh, special. Who knows what could happen? So, um, at any rate, he's he's running to Amy and Rory before they fade from him. So that was just, that was just interesting. Um, again, doc, doctor being so dang honest and, and open and vulnerable. Again, you would think he was getting ready to die. <laughs> you would think he's doing his farewell tour yeah. again or something. Except like that. it's so. like what the fourth episode, I guess it's really early into the season. Right. Right. Yeah. right. And, and again, because of where we are and you know, the, the bits that we, already know that you guys are already aware of you know you know he's got the he's got the season left so mm. guys news in the whovian as always is brought to you by listeners like victor and jared if you find value in what we're doing if we help you enjoy your enjoyment even more and you want to give a little bit of value back here's how you can do it head over to patreon.com slash noobs in the whovian you can become a supporting patron of family-friendly independent media today all right so that brings us down to our classic who connection and so i will once again mention that jared is Flipping awesome. And <laughs> uh, so um, you, you might have noticed that uh, sometimes we talk along with him and sometimes we don't. And sometimes we talk about his segment after the segment and other times we don't. Yeah, <laughs> That's because uh, pulling back the curtain here, uh, sometimes we don't have it in time. And so we're, we're not able to hear. So uh, Jared is doing his, his level best to get caught up to us. And hopefully uh, this will be the last episode where he is, uh, he's behind us. And again, I do want to. I do want to stress, not his fault. <laughs> it's because we we keep changing things around. And, We're wibbly uh, wobbly. Our podcast yes. is just that's right. Confusing. Yeah, uh, but he has he has uh, done an amazing job of getting caught up with it. So let's hear what Jared has to say about the power of three. Hello, noobs in the Whovian. This is Jared with your classic Who connections for the power of three. Well, we have yet another reference to the Doctor's robotic dog companion, K-9, when he's looking at the cube in front of him that's floating, and he's saying, that's all you do? Hover? I had a metallic hovering dog. And so, of course, referencing uh, the K-9, which was around when he was the fourth Doctor. Uh, the meal that Amy and Rory and the Doctor are having at the Savoy Hotel was ruined by a Zygon spaceship that was parked below. The Zygons appeared with the fourth Doctor in the serial, Terror of the Zygons. In the made-for-TV movie, Doctor Who, they also used a defibrillator on the Doctor. Okay, the last connection that we've got here, uh, there's sort of three parts to it because... Uh, Amy's dad is asking what has happened to the companions in the past. And so two of those categories, yes, they, of course, refer clear back into Classic Who, but it's not as big of a deal because here we have, uh, he says that uh, some of the companions went home, some of the companions uh, left him. Okay, well, that describes almost all of the companions. Obviously, companions have come and gone, so those are two of the three real options that could happen. So there's really too many of those to uh, get into. I mean, we've talked about some of these classic companions, uh, but uh, the, the main section to talk about are the companions who have 
died uh, while being with the doctor and traveling with the doctor. So one of which we've talked about extensively before, which is Adric. And just to remind you, he sacrificed himself, you could say, by staying on a spaceship that was headed to crash into Earth because he was a mathematical wizard and thought he could solve the computations in time to avoid the ship uh, hit, impacting Earth and, and re- reclaiming the uh, control of the ship, which was locked with logic puzzles. So he thought he could unlock the final logic puzzle. Well, everyone else left the ship, but he stayed on and uh, crashed into Earth, which coincidentally was the cause of the Big Bang. Uh, hopefully you all remember that. So then let's talk about the other two who have passed. So Katrina was a companion of the first Doctor, and she was only in two serials. Uh, the the writers in the middle of the, her second serial decided not to use her for a longtime companion. Uh, they, from what I can see, they just felt that her character wouldn't really work long term. So uh, she died in the serial The Daleks' Master Plan, and in that serial, Kirkson who's an escaped prisoner of the Dalek, tries to use her as a hostage to get the Doctor to take him where he wants to go. Well, Katrina sacrifices herself. She was being held in an airlock, and uh, the and Kirkson was threatening to open the airlock. Well, she took the choice from the Doctor by releasing the airlock herself, and she died in the vacuum of space. And so, again, there was another sacrifice there uh, for the Doctor from a companion. Now, Sarah Kingdom was brought on to replace Katrina. And she, so she came into the same serial uh, that Katrina left, the Daleks' master plan. She was uh, someone he stumbled upon and started following him around. And so this was her only serial. She was just in the one, and at the end of it, she dies. Uh, the, the Doctor used a time destructor, which is a device that speeds up time, to defeat the Daleks in that serial. And he ordered all his companions back to the TARDIS before using it, but Sarah followed him, uh, unbeknownst to the Doctor, instead, and because she was concerned that his plan would fail. While the Doctor survived the effects of the time destructor, because he's a Time Lord and can age a number of years and it's not a big deal, Sarah aged rapidly, uh, died, and her whole uh, remains turned to ash. And uh, kind of like at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, where uh, he chooses poorly. Um, so, you know, ages quickly. And But then uh, one of the other companions comes out to, to try and save her and, and starts aging rapidly. But the Doctor apparently can turn back the Time Destructor and save him, but because her remains decomposed so quickly, apparently it could not save her. So uh, there is a little controversy. There's a little question of whether Sarah is is actually a, uh, a companion or not of the Doctor. And you can't actually see all of her uh, uh, episodes even. So, But uh, she was... Somewhat close to the Doctor and and part of the action and would have gone into the TARDIS and presumably continued traveling along with him uh, if this hadn't happened. So I would say uh, she counts. And, you know, she didn't follow what the Doctor ordered her to do. So, you know, that's like a classic companion move. So I, I think she qualifies. But 
others may uh, disagree on that one. All right. Well, this was a this was a fun uh, story. This one was a, a little bit different and and definitely focusing more on the characters, Rory and Amy, and the dad, and and uh, trying to look look more at them, uh, you know, in, into their lives, how it's changing as they're trying to lead normal lives and time with the doctor. So uh, I thought that was kind of an interesting concept that really isn't ever explored before. Uh, and and the doctor was very honest. You know, he's uh, very much, uh, he jokes a lot and, and doesn't necessarily get, get real with uh, with life and, and things, uh, you know, personal uh, feelings about his travels and his companions and things. And uh, this gave him an opportunity to get real. But there are also very, very funny parts too. So uh, this is, you know, maybe not one of the top ones ever, but uh, I still enjoyed it, all that to say. So I'm going to give it eight out of 10 doctors with only one beating heart, uh, for a time at least. And uh, creep level, there was some creepiness to this one. They, they were definitely trying to be a bit darker than others. Uh, so I'd give it 100 out of the 500 uh, creep levels. So thank you to TARDIS Wiki as always, and thank you to Noobs and the Whovian for having me on. And I look forward to bringing you more Classic Who Connections next time. All right. Thanks again, Jared. So that brings us down to our overall impressions. So out of 10, Trip, what do you got? Um, ah. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I like the whole, um, is it a companion light or dark delight or? No, not really. What? Kind of like, this sorry, is neither sorry. of those things. Um, <laughs> companion episode. Just like character episode, is that what you're getting? At? No, that's not. No, okay. I mean, I, I'm sorry, I tried to help. I'm just saying. <laughs> How dare you? Like the doctor just kept on leaving, and we got to figure out a lot about we did what happened. It was not a Doctor Light episode, but we did spend a lot, a lot of, time of time with just him. the companions. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that for sure. For sure. So I like the whole idea of not like. Having, oh, this one-off adventure where we literally don't do anything with the plot that's happened so far. Uh-huh. I like being able to learn a lot of stuff and stuff actually happens during the episode instead of, oh, dinosaurs on a space. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go attack dinosaurs and spend 20 minutes trying to figure out how to ride a triceratops. Just yeah, they spent stuff. way too long on that. Um, so I think I'm going to give it um, 8.5... Venta Black Cubes. You're kidding me. You stole mine. <laughs> and he wasn't even looking at it, so he yeah. doesn't even know. Uh, yeah, so I, I thought this was this was great. Um, y'all have heard me already defending it as a character episode. Not only that, um, just all the stuff that we were just talking about. How much we learn about the Doctor, how much we learn about his relationship with Amy and Rory, which, by the way, we already know a lot about the relationship. I mean, the power of three, right? These three mm-hmm. people, these three characters, we have done deep dives with them already. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and just how much more we can learn yeah, about them. Yeah. So um, I thought it was great. I also, I love, love, love the playing around with the timeline, right? So we have one episode that took, you know, took place over the span of a year. But then within that year, you had one party that lasted seven weeks for the pawns. Yeah. And we find out that for them, the last three years have taken them 10 years, which has taken the Doctor 200. I love all of that. <laughs> I love the nesting dolls of Wibbly Wobbliness. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to give this 9 out of 10 mini-adventures. Corbin? 
That would uh, be mini. M-I-N-I, not M-A-N-I. Uh, why? Uh, hmm? Not M-A-N-I either. There were no manicures given. Okay. Corbin, what's your score? It's <laughs> <laughs> far too confusing. I mean, yeah. It was just, it was a good episode. And there was a lot of interesting stuff that happened. So I'm, I'm going to say 8.5 out of 10 hologram Palpatines. <laughs> <laughs> hologram. How about we decided they were Vader, Vader's? I don't care. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a mix. How about the, the creep level, Trip? What do you what do you think about the creep level? Uh, Palpatine looked weird. Kind of thought of what is in this cube. Like, what could this possibly do? And mm-hmm. also, like, the doctor not knowing. Mm-hmm. That, hmm. I don't know. I'm just going to go... A hundred. I don't know. It's like not okay. that much. I think I. I don't think I've ever done this. What? I don't think I've ever done this. Ninety six episodes it took us. Bad. I'm giving this zero. What? You've broken the golden rule. We oh. never give it zero, even if it's not actually creepy. We never do. Well, I'm going to. I can't think of a single thing. I can't. There's harmless black cubes. That even when like, they're doing stuff, they're not creepy. You know, the the scariest one is the one that like stabbed. Her with the you know the little needles or whatever. That would have um, set up some and even even hologram sure. Palpatine was not all that creepy looking. I mean, he wasn't yeah. like you know really gross or, or anything like that. So I, I really just I can't think of anything creepy here. So oh so I guess technically I have to give it one because there was no level zero on base station five. Yeah, so yeah. we're gonna give it one out of five hundred creep levels, Corbin. Well, I was gonna give it zero too since you broke the silent rule. But I guess <laughs> I'll give it one also. What? Am I just like blasting correct. through the roof right now? Like, no, I don't know. I'm not sure what you're basing a hundred on because I think the last episode with the di- with the dinosaurs you gave it lower than a hundred. The dinosaurs aren't scary, but like I'm just thinking. Okay, so what's like, scary in this episode? I don't know. The whole human race being stomped out because we're a bug or something. <laughs> <laughs> like just the they're idea the that there are things. Excuse me, that- uh, we're a virus, not a bug. Uh, well. Well, if I said no virus, then there would be 10 billion comments about all the <laughs> coronavirus stuff. There you go. And I don't want to mention that. I don't know. Good just thing the, you didn't. All right. Just <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> uh, so that brings us down to our theories. Uh, we didn't have any listener input this week. So what about um, theories? Do you guys have any any theories that y'all want um, to go into about where we're going? We're heading into what's what's our next episode? I don't know. It's the, the mid-season finale. The song. Oh, really? It's called The Angels Take Manhattan. Yeah, I was going to I couldn't think of the I word. bet there's going to be angels in the next one. <gasps> what kind? Baby weeping angels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, oh, yeah. yeah. We saw in the next time. That in Manhattan. Baby weeping I angels, have a small spoiler. Uh, small spoiler for this episode, actually, which I wish I didn't know. Okay, but well, then keep I'm it not going to share it, obviously. Good but deal. I just so, any, any other sad. theories about... Um, Amy's going to die. No. What, what's going on <laughs> with the season? <laughs> I don't know. It's going to die. He right. said that they're not going to die, theory. so I think Trip someone's going to die. Amy's going to die. I've at gotta, some point. Amy's going to die. Not not a next episode, but at some <coughs> point. I know right. someone's going to die at some point. Some, <laughs> your prediction is that someone on Doctor Who is going to die. Wow. Someone important <laughs> is going to die by the end uh, okay. of the season. <laughs> right. you, you do know this episode was special because no one died, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so as we said, the game plan is next week we're uh, continuing with Series 7 with the Angels Take Manhattan, which was the uh, uh, mid-season finale because there is a a break of, uh, I don't know, like a couple of months, I guess. No, 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 I'm sorry. That's right. So what happens is uh, 
the, the next episode aired September 29th, 2012. Then you get a Christmas episode uh, in uh, December of 2012. And then season seven re-resumes <laughs> with the mid-season premiere in March 23rd. So hmm. all of a sudden we're gonna we're gonna jump ahead again um, in mid season. So after we do the Angels Take Manhattan, we will be doing a classic Who episode on the Fifth Doctor, and that is going to be covering the Caves of Androzani. So we'll have more details for you on that. Um, again, uh, you know, turn on reactivate your BritBox subscription and that kind of thing. Make sure that you head on over to uh, noobsinthehoovian.com and use our BritBox subscription link. Uh, that'll be in the show notes for this episode. I think it's also in the sidebar on a regular basis. So anytime you want to go turn on your BritBox, uh, go do that through our link. doesn't change your price at all, but it does help out the show just a little bit. Uh, then we do have um, the Christmas episode, which we'll be doing. Uh, so it'll be you know Christmas in April for us here. And then um, heading into the mid-season opener entitled The Bells of St. John. So, uh, let's see, is that all? I think that is all that we have to go over. So, guys, I'm just going to remind you that Noobs in the Whovian is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. I am Trip. Our production editor is the other guy. I'm Corbin. Special thanks to TARDIS.Wakia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for the classic Who connection. And shout-outs to Victor and Jared for their Patreon support. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Noobs in the Whovian or Twitter.com slash Noobs Whovian and email us at noobsinthehoovian at gmail.com. You can consider supporting us at patreon.com slash noobsinthehoovian. You can find all these links and more, including the full show notes, over at noobsinthehoovian.com. Wherever you found us, make sure that you subscribe, like us, leave us a rating, share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. Until next time, my name's Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, more the news. and I almost made it. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Pew, whoop. How did we not mention Jumanji? It had Karen I don't know. Gillen in it. It had what? Karen Gillan. It's a new record. We didn't mention a movie. That's we amazing. just watched. That's amazing. Because we were too busy not. Uh, we were too busy trying not to mention 2012. Also, <laughs> too late. You mentioned it. <laughs>